Welcome to Fun and Fundraising, everybody. The podcast where we talk with people behind their top nonprofit galas and signature fundraising events to showcase how they positively transform their communities. I am your host, Rob Giardinelli, and today I am really thrilled to have my friend Piper Steggy Nelson on. Piper is the new CEO of I Live Here, I Give Here, and they are an organization in Austin who does this annual event that is really, it's 24 hours of fundraising and giving unlike anything I've ever seen anywhere, and it's called Amplify Austin. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about the organization and how they're really able to get thousands of people to contribute and donate to raise really astronomical sums of money. And with that, Piper, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so thrilled to have you on as a guest. Thank you so much for having me. It's really a joy to be here. Absolutely. So, you know, share a little bit about the mission of I Live Here, I Give Here. I've actually been participating in Amplify Austin Day, um, either through the various nonprofits that I've worked with or through my husband. Um, he is a big fan of Amplify Austin Day. So, so what we do at I Live Here, I Give Here is we amplify giving in Central Texas by creating and cultivating deeper connections for givers and the issues that they care about. We really just want everyone in the community to see themselves as a giver. And so one of the big things that we do is at the start of March, we do Amplify Austin Day. And the goal there is to just get everyone to give um, and to be part of a community giving event, which is where my husband comes into play. I was always the person donating money in our family. And when he learned about Amplify, he loved the fact that one day a year he could go on, see all of the nonprofits he loved and give money all in at one time to these organizations. And, and that's what we're looking for. That's really amazing. And what, you know, what, what's so wonderful about that and the mission of that is, and I think people can kind of feel for lack of a better term, overwhelmed, especially if they want to support a lot of different things. And we're lucky to live in a city like Austin where people do like to support things. And what you all really provide is an aggregate so that you can kind of see everything in one place instead of saying, oh, I've got to go from website to website or email to email. And you all really make it super easy you know, to integrate. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. But, you know, talk a little bit more about, you know, how you got involved with the organization and what drew you to, you know, become a part of this organization and run it as CEO. So I, um, again, you know, the, the numerous nonprofits that I have worked with in Austin have all been engaged with Amplify Austin Day in great part because it is an incredible way not only to bring money into your organization, but also to be part of a community sort of effort to create more givers and to get new eyes on your organization. So whether I was at the Texas Observer or Safe Austin, <laughs> wherever I was, we were participating in Amplify Austin Day. I think the thing that, that got me really excited about coming to help um, to work with I Live Here, I Give Here, is that I'm, I'm a native Austinite and I know this community and I know this community to be generous. Um, and I, I grew up um, volunteering and doing events um, and helping to raise money for groups. Um, and so this is a community that understands how important it is to engage and give locally. And I was just really excited to be a part of that and to build that. You know, we have so many incredible people that are that are moving to Austin. And I think that our organization has this um, opportunity to really get people engaged in their community 
through volunteering, through giving, through really being um, a giver in our community. Absolutely. And, you know, I think about like when you said that, it actually made me think of that article that Lawrence Wright wrote a few months back. Did you read that? The the big, long, very long 30,000 word thing in, in the um, in New York. I believe it was New York magazine. But the one thing about Austin and anyone who wants to come here, and I know lots of you listening may be wanting to move here. The one question he brought this up in the article is, how are you going to contribute? And that's really, you know, for anyone who wants to live here, that is in one sentence, in one phrase, the crescendo of what Austin's all about. Oh, I I agree with that wholeheartedly. We have the, we have an incredible colleague who likes to talk about sort of the network, the net that nonprofits in Austin build, right? The, you know, so I got my dog from an animal rescue and I get my exercise running around the lake and use the restrooms on the trail. Um, and my kids volunteered for the first time with Aid Services of Austin and I get my news from KUT radio, right? My world, my life really is sort of wrapped up, is supported by the net of nonprofits in this community. And I think when people move here, one of the things we get to do is really make sure they understand how important that is to our community, what those organizations are contributing back and how it's our job to support them. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. And, you know, it's what what I want to actually, you know, kind of delve a little bit more into is, you know, let's talk a little bit about this organization in terms of, you know, how the how, how do I say this, how the how nonprofits, you know, what you do is you work with a bunch of nonprofits and what you did with describing the ecosystem is the nonprofits are not these individualized silos. A lot of them are interconnected in some way, shape or form. And, and honestly, in, in Austin, the social scene is the philanthropy scene and vice versa. And I could say, you could probably say that about most cities in Texas. So, you know, talk a little bit about how, you know, working nonprofits working together. And I know you all work with several hundred, but how, that network really kind of helps build a stronger community. Oh, absolutely. I think when, when I think about um, new nonprofits that are willing, that are able to talk with sort of more experienced, longer term nonprofits about how they're doing things, that's something that we even do at I Live Here, I Give Here. We've got a network of nonprofit members um, and some of the more experienced nonprofits will walk the newer nonprofits through how to have your best Amplify Day. I think those sorts of connections are huge. And, you know, we here in, in Central Texas, we have over 700 nonprofits that participate in Amplify Austin Day, right, in Central Texas. Um, and there are so many organizations that are giving to pets and animals and so many human services nonprofits. And when we see those organizations come together, what we see is an amplified benefit to the community. Um, at SAFE, one of the things that I got to do, my favorite part about working at SAFE, honestly, was when we got to work with other nonprofits, when we got to amplify and raise up other nonprofits and really build connections because that serves our community and that served our clients even better. You know, that's I love how you set frame that and actually kind of almost tease up kind of the next question I have. And that is, how is working with an organization like I Live Here, I Live Give Here, how has it helped evolve your perspective in fundraising in terms of, you know, as opposed to I'm with one organization, but now I kind of see 
how the whole community has to raise funds for Austin to really be the dynamic city that it is. Well, one of the things that I love about your podcast is that um, you're really highlighting the really different ways that different organizations raise money and the real, really creative sort of brilliant ways that different organizations have found to bring their personality into their fundraising, right? Um, and so it's such unique, brilliant ways that people are, are bringing in funds. Um, and so from my perspective, um, Amplify Austin Day creates such a huge opportunity for many organizations to raise the bulk of their of their budget. Um, and for others, it's an opportunity to reach out and find new and different um, donors. And so being at I Live Here, I Give Here, um, even for this very short period of time, has been incredible because it lets um, me see the incredible opportunities that, that organizations are taking to utilize Amplify Austin Day um, and to utilize I Live Here, I Give Here. We have a couple of smaller nonprofits that are now using our I Live Here, I Give Here fundraising platform year round. Um, we've got this org called the Plastics Reduction Project, and they have a group of high schoolers at Vandegrift High School that are raising money for a commercial dishwasher so that they can get away from using single-use plastics. They don't have their own fundraising platform for the organization, and so they're using ours, and these high school women who are powerhouses are raising these funds using our platform. That's incredible. I feel so grateful that that creativity is there and that we have the infrastructure there to support that kind of project. That's fantastic. So, and I love that you brought up, you know, starting at a young age. So I'm, I'm guessing that that's part of the C-Teens Give program, if if I'm not mistaken of, you know, so talk about the importance of, and you talked about it a little earlier that, you know, your parents instilled in you, obviously, to volunteer at a young age. So how does the organization, you know, share a little bit more about that program and how the organization really encourages, you know, people to get involved with fundraising through, you know, activations like Amplified Austin to use them year round at such a young age? Yeah, I, this Scene Teens Give program is really one of my favorite things that we do. I think Amplify Austin is so cool because it engaged, Amplify Austin Day is so cool because it engages everyone in the community. See Teens Give is this opportunity to get kids engaged early on in being givers. And that's just phenomenal. So it's a, um, and, and I, I do have a teen, so I, I understand how important it is to get them engaged in giving and get those those um, public service hours for their, for their resume. But um, if we're going to encourage greater giving in our community, starting with teenagers is really the way to go. And so this program works with teens over a six weeks period um, to really talk with them about the purpose and the goal of fundraising. And so it talks to them about finding their passion. Like, What are the things that you really care about? And what are the things that really make you mad in our society? And figuring out ways to channel those passions and help them support the causes, the issues, the organizations that are most important to them, which we hope will be a lifelong skill and a lifelong way that they can contribute to our community. Um, and so I just love it. I actually get a little choked up talking about it because the thought of gathering teens and, and, and teens from all over the city of all walks of life in one room to talk about contributing to your community, that's just awesome. That's, I mean, that's just, I think that's everything. 
I think it's everything too. And what I love about it is, you know, because a lot of teens, especially now they've been raised on phones and social media and, you know, I'm of the age where, you know, I really see when you're involved with nonprofits, it's not just the nonprofit network that's valuable, but I think what you all do that you teach is so invaluable is you're teaching them how to network with others and to work with other organizations. And they're such valuable skills that will put them so far ahead of their peers because they've gotten to see how, oh, that's how interconnectedness works, you know, kind of in an in-person level versus through a screen. Absolutely. I mean, like, and I, I also, you know, because I have a teen, I feel firmly that we are, we have to raise the people that are going to save us. Right. And so, you know, I, I think, um, I think Greta Thunberg has been great for all of us because we see what teens can do. And I think it's been inspiring for all sorts of people. And so I love that we have a program that specifically says to teenagers, we know you're passionate about stuff. We know that you don't get as much control over your life as you want. You know, you have a lot of emotions and feelings. Let's channel that and let's find a way to use all of that to benefit our community. I just think that's, that's so cool. It absolutely. Oh, oh go I ahead. I just like to add that we are we are looking for sponsors for that program. If anyone out there is interested, ah, we're going to be creative about this. <laughs> Inspire people at a young age, everyone. That's what it's all about. And I love that you know, I love that Piper here is you know showcasing you know the importance of that. And it's actually a really good segue into kind of the next thing I want to talk about. And the thing that is so unique about Amplify Austin is I get it from so many different touch points, meaning I get emails or social or see social media posts from individuals. I see them from businesses. I see them from other nonprofits. So you see them kind of, it's more, it's again, it's about that whole interconnected network. So can you share what advice you would give to someone who, you know, wants to, you know, begin to fundraise, whether it's online or, you know, in your case, you've done both online and you've done, you know, galas before. What advice would you give to someone looking to reach out to multiple different aspects of their community to be successful in, you know, reaching and achieving fundraising goals? Do you mean through Amplify Austin Day or do you mean in general? In general. Okay. Um, that's a great question. And I have worked in the marketing communication side. I've worked in the development side. I've worked in the finance side. So I've done, I've worked in the community engagement side. So I think I've done all the things. And I think that um, I have to admit, I think there's a lot of spaghetti that gets thrown at the walls. And I think that that's really fair. Um, the right now we are in a place where reaching people has to be multi-channel. It just has to be multi-channel. And so just like you talked about, you know, if you can get some great local business partners, that's going to carry you a really, really long way. If you can do an event that is unique, that's going to carry you a really long way. We were just talking this morning about the Flatwater Foundation, um, which raises money for fam mental health help for families that are dealing with cancer. And they have this paddle board from dam to dam, and it raises a ridiculous amount of money. Ridiculous good, by the way. Um, but they have found an event 
that works for them and bring some of the mental health of being on the water and the paddleboard. So it's mission, but it's also got the fundraising thing. So I think that, that um, finding your unique niche. And I also think something really, really important that I am seeing and feeling is that the fundraising that you do, just like that flat water piece really has to be tied to your mission. You know, if we were to go out and start, um, I don't, I'm, I'm going to come up with an example that's going to get me in trouble. So I'm not going to come up with an example. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's just, let's just say that if we were doing this on the, if, if Flatwater was doing this on the North shore of Hawaii, it may not be as effective as it would right. be in town lake. Right. Exactly. <laughs> or if I started a, a, a knife sale just to raise money for, I live here, I give here nothing to do with our mission. Right. right. And so I think that those two things really have to be um, connected for the integrity of the of the organization and the fundraising as well. Absolutely. And I know what you're talking about. And actually, I had a really um, very detailed a conversation about that organization. It's funny you bring it up. Um, just oh, last really? week, I saw um, Ashlyn, who is the executive director over there, <laughs> about that. So it shows what a small world it is. And people, it also shows what an interconnected network we've been talking about, you know, is the theme of this podcast overall. It really just goes to show when you put yourself out there and you network, you know, really things and opportunities can open up and you're really more socially and consciously aware of what's going on in your community. And, you know, when you've got 700 different nonprofits, that really is a great, you know, way to tie to lift all boats. I think what what I love about what you all have done is, and truly it's in record time, in 11 years, you've gotten into the nine-figure fundraising club. I mean, you all have raised over $100 million in 11 years done online through these 24 hour, you know, 24 hour giving things. It's, it, it just, it really goes to show that if you put focus on it, people will come, and especially if it's marketed the right way and you get enough aspects of the community, you know, to do that, you know, talk a little bit about how the organization really works to make sure that they're reaching so many different aspects of the community that you can effectively raise eight, nine, ten million dollars every single year online in 24 hours. Um I will say that the marketing communications around Amplify Austin Day is phenomenal. Like I love the colors. I love how many places I see it. I love that just like you mentioned, I get messages from corporations and I get messages from nonprofits. Um, I see yard signs. I see a big sign across La, um, Lamar Boulevard. Um, this year, we're going to do doing some work with Southwest by South by Southwest um, and putting up uh, like doing some more signs around that as well. Like the, the marketing communications is really, really good, both in terms of the, the images and the colors, but also sort of the placement. I think that is absolutely um, huge in terms of how it is we are able to, to, to bring people in. Um, yeah. That's amazing. And, you know, you know, in talking about that, you know, you had mentioned earlier about how, you know, there's about seven, roughly 700-ish nonprofits that participate every year. You know, in Austin, you know, I think I read somewhere once that Austin's got more nonprofits than gas stations and restaurants combined, which is something <laughs> because Austin's got a restaurant on seemingly every street corner. So, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, how Amplify Austin, you know, vets, the vets partners so that there are, you know, so that you've got a non, you, you've got a very sizable amount and you've got them in certain genres, but how do you vet it so that you're really getting maximum impact that what you know really widely impacts the community at large. 
So we, we do have 700 um, nonprofits that are participating in Amplify Austin Day. It's, it's over 700 nonprofits. Um, and um, every nonprofit that takes part in Amplify Austin Day is a 501c3 and has filed with the IRS. Um, and I think the other really key piece about this is that they need to be located in the seven counties in Central Texas and be a member of our nonprofit membership program. But I think that seven counties piece is really exciting um, in that we're not just raising money in Austin. Um, and so if you are a nonprofit in Dripping Springs if you are a donor in Lockhart, if you are a business in Williamson County, you can be engaged. We want you engaged. And in fact, this year, um, we're going to do some more around um, around uh, specific counties and really focusing in on finding the donors and the businesses and the nonprofits and the chambers and really making sure that people understand that this is for them as well, um, because we want this to be a full central Texas effort. We want nonprofits. We, we want more than 700 nonprofits, but we want people to really feel included and engaged. And we're going to be doing some marketing around that as well. That sounds amazing. And what's great is it's nice to see that, you know, because, and the thing is, is that, you know, lots of cities have this and lots of cities struggle with this is the whole community. A lot of people will just focus on the folks that live in the core of the city or near, near the heart of the city. And really when, you know, you're in an entire metro area, those folks from all those locations like Dripping Springs and Lockhart and Williamson County you listed, yes, they're all coming into Austin, but people from Austin are also going to all those locations. So them seeing you know, how it benefits the whole area at large and not just the city is really an, you know, it's really an important service that you do. And I'm really glad you brought that up. Oh, yeah, because how many people can afford to live in Austin, Texas these days? Um, and so we are, I mean, it's beautiful, honestly, how the, you know, Central Texas, Greater Austin is so much larger and so so rich in terms of the the people that are in the nonprofits and the businesses that are that are here. Absolutely. And one thing that I really love that you do with the with this event and you do it broadly with your organization as well is matching dollar programs and you all do that have always done that really I think expertly well so talk a little bit about you know one for anyone who's not familiar with them what matching dollar programs are and how it helps drive the success of Amplify Austin yeah it the matching program is really really exciting and I think it is um it, it really does benefit um, some of the nonprofits that are engaged in Amplify Austin Day. So Amplify Austin Day matches are um, come from our sponsors, come from sponsors. And so it's businesses, community foundations, um, and even individuals who will sponsor a dollar amount dedicated to a match. And some of these matches are for a specific cause. Um, category, maybe like the arts or veterans, and others are unrestricted um, matches, meaning that they go towards the Amplify Fund, which is then divided among all the participating nonprofits. We've got um, a, a gift that comes in every year specifically for animals, and it's a $25,000 match. And so, you know, for the multiple organizations in our animals category, um, when they when they get a gift, this fund will match it up to $25,000. I 
love those matches because what it means is that somebody who cares about this particular area, you know, if you, if you are a company and it is parks and you really want to make sure that our green spaces are as, as safe and as clean and as wonderful as they possibly can be, you can match those dollars. And so you can amplify even further the money that is going to those parks and those outdoor organizations. I just think that's super cool, especially if you're a company and you have an ERG and employee, employee resource group that is dedicated. You've got an, an ERG that is, you know, dedicated to making sure that cats can wear hats if they want. I don't know what the ERG is. <laughs> Dr. Seuss can, would can, love that, Piper. I mean, <laughs> come on, whatever it is. But so that organization can create a match specifically for cat organizations. That's just so cool. That that really that really is super cool. And, you know, you, you talked about organizations and individuals, you know, can do that with matches. Does your org, does, I live here, I give here slash Amplify, do they allow for people to do those matches anonymously in addition to, in addition to folks that, you know, want to have their name put out there? That, that pet, that 25,000 animal pet match that I mentioned is actually anonymous and it comes in every year. Um, and we love it. And if, if you want to do it anonymously, that's great. If you want your name splashed everywhere, we would love to do that too. There are lots of opportunities for sponsorship for Amplify Austin Day and for I Live Here, I Give Here as well, um, either for our programs or for Amplify Austin Day. We've got this incredible concert that we do afterwards called Amplify Live. So we have lots of opportunities for people to get engaged either anonymously or for branding purposes. You know, and I think it's really smart that you all do that. And for anyone listening, you know, in your own community, you may live in a community where people may be a little bit more humble. And Austin's really giving, but there's also a level of humbleness and humility that happens here too. So, you know, if someone says no, you know, I always like to say no means in the philanthropy world, not right now, unless they say <laughs> no and never contact me again. I don't take that as no, never. But, you know, one way around handling the objection is, well, what if your donation could be anonymous? Mm -hmm. And especially if it's something like Amplify Austin, where it's not just one person doing a match and that other person takes the credit, that $25,000 may come from $250, $100 contributions. And it really is a genuine match. And it's not a match just from one person to one person. So, you know, I, I just love that you all do that. And I think that's a really important, you know, a really important aspect and, you know, additional layer that really gives, you know, the organization so much more depth with, you know, with what you all do. Yeah, I, I am. Um, I agree with you. I also just think it's a really fun way. If, if, if one of our big jobs, as I live here, I give here is to encourage giving and, um, encourage people to really feel like they are a giver and feel like they're really contributing to the community, then just like we're doing with the CT Teens Give program, if we can get people specifically engaged in the thing that pumps them up, that really makes them happy, that they are passionate about, that's going to go such a long way. So yes, those matches are a key way of doing that. Absolutely. So, you know, tell us a little bit about, so for this year, and this is going to be your 12th one, I believe, Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about what, you know, what people can expect during this year's I Live Here, I Give Here. I mean, we are really excited about um, Amplify Austin Day this year. It is March 6th, 7th. Um, and so we start on the evening of the 6th and we go through the 7th. Um, and this year we are really excited to um, 
you know, to, to be honest, we are, we do great marketing communications around the day every year. And we do, I feel like really good work with the nonprofits, making sure that the nonprofit partners have what they really need to be successful in the way they want to be successful on that day. Some nonprofits go in and say, I want to raise a thousand dollars. Some go in and say, I want to raise $700,000. That doesn't happen. But some, some <laughs> want to get new donors. Some yeah. want to try and re-engage lapsed donors. Everybody has their own goal for that day. And we want to make sure that we're helping nonprofits be as successful as they want in the way they want on that day. Um, so those things continue. They're amazing. Um, I think the thing that I'm really excited about this year is how we're going to be focusing more on Central Texas and not just Austin. And as I mentioned before, this year, we're going to launch an Amplify Wilco Day um, that really, it's the same, it's, it's on that March 6th to 7th, but it really expands on our efforts to connect givers and causes in Williamson County. Um, and so I love, 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 love what Amplify Austin Day has done for Austinites. Um, and I know that focusing our work um, to more inclusively reach Wilco, Wilco this year is going to lead to even greater connections and greater fundraising there. So I'm, I, that's a really fun thing we're doing this year. I, that sounds really like it's a lot of fun. And you had brought up, you know, before, you know, about cultivating new donors and using it as an opportunity for that. And I can say, you know, from from hearing just other people talk about this event, I know plenty of people who are very major donors. And this is really for anyone looking to do their own, own online thing. Just because someone doesn't give $50 doesn't mean that they couldn't give something with a few more zeros behind it. Right. A lot of times they may do it because, and, and that's the thing about Amplify that's so wonderful is a lot of people, if they're, you know, the organization, because they're on the board, they'll send it to their list and say, you know, I'm on the board of this and I would really appreciate any contribution contribution. I get all those emails all the time. Mm -hmm. And I know plenty of people that have, you know, wound up giving six and even seven figures to organizations where it started by giving 50 or a hundred dollars right. through Amplify Austin. Right. And, you know, the development director was savvy and saw, oh my gosh, I can't believe this person gave. And they, you know, it didn't happen overnight, but they worked to cultivate relationships with a certain person. And it really does reap all these incredible rewards from it. When my husband first did Amplify Austin Day, again, I I give to things all year long. I do that is that is my job in the family. But one year, he sat down. He was like, somebody told me about Amplify Austin Day. He sat down and he started going through, and it was like he was shopping, right? Like he was on Amazon. He was like, I'm going to give this organization and this organization. This and one of the organizations that he gave to was Austin Diaper Bank, um, and. We got a handwritten note from some volunteer at the Austin Diaper Bank about the, I think it was a $50 gift that he made. And they continued to keep up with us. And we continue to give, we we have, we do not have children in diapers. This is not our world anymore, but we continue to give because they took Amplify Austin Day and the gift that we gave them on Amplify Austin Day and used it as an opportunity to, to continue our giving. I think that's so cool. That is... That is super cool. And that's really at the end of the day, what it's all about. And, you know, I have one more question before we go. And actually, I'm really interested in your point of view with this, because this is a really interesting one that you'll be able to do from a really holistic point of view, because you've done in person, you've done online. And that is, what is one thing all successful events have in common? Can chocolate be my answer? Yes. Okay. I, <laughs> <laughs> Make it sweet, I everybody. 
I think chocolate is very important, but I will say that what you're going to use the chocolate for is not just to make the person planning the event calmer, but I think it also, one of the things you really have to do to have a successful event is to make sure that you are getting lots of voices. Can you do everything with every voice that comes to you? No. But I think that making sure that you are hearing from a wide array of people about the theme of the event and the um, you know, getting people engaged in fundraising, getting people engaged in thinking about the tone of the event. I think that that is, that is more and more important. One of the things we've learned is that we have to have more voices at the table. And I think that events is another piece of that, um, which is why for the first part of this job, one of the things that I'm doing is I am, I am just listening to anybody who will talk to me. I'm listening about, I live here, I give here. I'm listening about Amplify Austin Day. I want to hear what people have to say about what we do and what we've done, because the more voices that I can hear, that we can hear, um, the more I'm going to learn and, and the even better we can do. So chocolate, That's, but chocolate, chocolate to get people to the table. And yes, and di different perspectives. And I will say in all the things I've ever gone to over the years, every single one of the really mem memorable ones has a range of people. If everyone was the same or had the same backgrounds, that'd be a really boring event. So I love <laughs> that you talked about how it's just, it's really important to have ranges of perspective, ranges of backgrounds, ranges of income levels, ranges of just the ways people give. It, all of that is critical to the success of any event. And I think that is a full on mic drop moment. So that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So Piper, so just shut up. I'm just going to ruin it if I say anything else. <laughs> no, 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 no. We could go on all day, but I want to thank you again and congratulations on the role. I know you're going to be amazing in it. And thank you so, so much for joining us today, Piper. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And Amplify Austin 2024 will be held from the evening of March 6th to the evening of March 7th, 2024. The online event allows you to donate from anywhere with the proceeds benefiting over 700 nonprofits in Central Texas. For more information, please visit ilivehereigivehere.org. And that will do it for this week's episode of Fun and Fundraising. I'm your host, Rob Giardinelli, reminding you to keep it fun, keep it interesting, and your guests will have a great time. Have a great day, everyone, and take care.